Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Superpod Hero Cast, a Night Shift Radio production. Hey there. Hey, buddy. Hey, happy <laughs> International Friendship Day, man. Oh, how sweet. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. How apropos. <laughs> how apropos indeed. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. This movie. This movie. That's, I think there's a testament to our friendship for each other is that we'll watch this movie because we know the other one did, you know, like yeah. we'll commit to each other. So. Oh man. There, you know what? Let's just, let's start let's the episode. Just, yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Superpod Hero Cast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 63. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic. And we watched. And we watched Blank Man. Yeah, yeah, we did. <sighs> Yay. Definitely so, like, not Batman. Definitely not Batman. Really like toes the line of loving Batman, but then loses that thread. It 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 starts a lot of threads and then loses them. <laughs> Yes, that's, this is a weird movie. Yeah, yeah, um, like, it, yeah, it it it's at times almost it, it almost at times rises to the campiness of the Batman TV series, which we yes. see throughout. Yes, but then there are some dark moments. Oh man, <laughs> it! I don't know what I was expecting. I didn't. I remember when this came out. Did Never not thought. see it then. Oh, you know who's uh, very familiar with this movie in his own words? Michael Fight. Is he real? Because <laughs> I've been got letting it. him know what the the movies were doing, so yeah, that they, yeah. he can, if he's got anything for Night Shift Radio to do. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I love Blake Man." I'm like, "Oh, Trey podcast with me." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know oh, we should this movie. <laughs> we should we should we should think about that for a crossover event. Like we've had we had Caleb on. Well, when we what pull, if we took we over pull, there? Oh, if we if everyone took over everyone's that's mass hysteria. Yeah, that's right. Cats and dogs living in sin. Oh man! Um, but w- that we we do have an open invite for them for this podcast 
for uh, Justice League, because that was the movie that Michael and Caleb came to see with us. Right, 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 right. <laughs> to right. which when he reminded me of that, I went, I'm sorry, that's the movie you came to. <laughs> that's right. Oh you should have seen something good with us, like Suicide Squad. Fuck you. <laughs> Friend, International Friendship Day over. Goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> while, while we're talking about Justice League real quick and the yeah. Snyder Cut, uh, I, we talked about it a little in our chat uh, with uh, Todd, Chuck, I'm, you're Todd. The gang. With yeah, the gang. The yeah, just, yeah. say, with the five timers. Um, and people are saying that there is a Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. <laughs> Yes, 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 which immediately got some response from you and Colin, I believe. I, Released the Schumacher what? cut. The the pictures that they're releasing, like with the giant bat and Batman, like right next to him, like, I, I watched the shit out of this movie. <laughs> like, I like <laughs> Batman Forever. It knows what it is, but if it had a darker tone, I'd be interested to see what that, where, like, what happens to Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey's performances? Cause they are camptastic. Well, listen, I, I would watch that before I'd watch this movie again. I'd watch the Schumacher cut. Ouch. Would you watch the regular cut of Batman forever? Uh, what? yes, what I think it's, you I think it's actually have to, I, I know. <laughs> I think it's better than Batman. It's clearly better than Batman and Robin. So yeah, that's, that, that bar is buried 20 feet under the ground. I, yeah, see, the, I, the problem is, and I think we may have talked about this, when Christian was growing up, he we loved had Batman that. forever. Yes, because, you know, it's perfect for young kids. Yeah, but so having them on for Justice League, that's going to be fun, question mark? <laughs> It'll be a fun experience. The movie will be a, a different uh, question. I'm hoping maybe we won't pull it until the Snyder Cut is out, and then we'll just do the Snyder Cut. <laughs> right. So, Todd, we're not here to talk about yeah, Justice hey. League tonight. No, we're not. But before we can do anything, since we are... Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? Coronavirus be damned. You know, mm-hmm. th- it can't stand in the way of a great beer shop like Branching Out Bottle Shop mm-hmm. in Township 5 in Camillus. Uh, ran in there this afternoon at my lunch hour to pick up the beer, drop it off to your place. Once again, had the assistance from not only Carissa and Barley, but Carissa's mom, Debbie, who's a nice. lovely lady. Yeah. Our beer this evening comes to us from Industrial Arts Brewing. Now, they are located, located down in the, the, the Hudson Valley region. So they're, mm-hmm. they describe themselves as brewers first. They're proud of it. They take quality seriously, and their focus is on producing fresh, expressive American beers. Their team brews these modern classics in a sprawling pre-Civil War industrial complex in the lower Hudson Valley of New York, Striking a contrast between tradition and innovation. As always, we often say we like to skew towards New York beers whenever we can. Uh, yes, we do. This is another brewery I'd heard of but never drank their beer. So our beer this evening uh, comes to us inspired by Blank Man's homage to Batman mm. and all of his gadgets. We're drinking Tools of the Trade. Yeah. This is a uh, extra pale ale. Um, it's described as crispy and dry, fresh and bright. It brings alluring aromas of citrus grove and a clean, snappy bite that keeps you coming back for more. It's brewed with whole hop flowers and a single pale malt. Simple but polished. This is the one that they drink every day. Mm-hmm. 
And I poured mine, and oh my, what a beautiful golden color this is. Oh, yeah. I like that this, a lot. This is 4.9% alcohol by volume. So it smells lovely. Kind of middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, and this is fresh. Do you see the uh, the packaging date on your can? Yeah. This is batch number 24. It was brewed 10 days ago. Yeah, not too bad, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Giving giving uh, the audience a little more insight. Oh, I'm sorry, 20 days ago. It is the 30th of July, and this was uh, packaged on the 10th. Yeah. So, uh, cheers, buddy. Cheers. Ooh. That is very crisp and refreshing. After the shit show of a day we both had. With... <laughs> That's right. But yeah. That, that, that oh. helps a lot. <laughs> I like this. This is a really good beer. Mm, That's a good tasty. summer beer. Mm-hmm. This is, this is porch sipping beer, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yep, 100%. Oh, that's really good. So once again, you know, it, no surprise, but uh, branching out never lets us down. So if you're in this area, you really got to go check them out. They've got the finest beer selection in central New York. Yes, they do. Uh, so there's no almost cast. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. For this, but I want to posit something. Sure. From another almost cast. Okay. Do you remember from Batman Returns? I remember that that is a movie that we have done. Who was supposed to be Robin in that? Oh, was uh, wasn't that was it Damon Wayans? Yep. Yeah, and I remember when that was happening, they were talking about him as a character or as a named the mechanic. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, is that um, a, is that a real character or is that going to be a movie is creation? A mechanic, um, Harold. The mute hunchback that was there for a long time in the comics. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Okay. If he's mute, right. he can't tell anybody who. Uh, but then right before he died, you find out that he could talk the whole time. He just didn't. Oh, that's... And then gets shot in the head by Hush. You oh, read Hush, right? Oh, I did read Hush. Yeah. 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 Uh, fuck me. I can't find the the sheet with our stuff on it. So do you think that uh, that experience inspired this? I mean, the the, the homage uh, to Batman here uh, is really strong. I don't think it's him. Uh, I think it's him being like, fuck you. I'll make my own superhero movie. Yeah, like yeah that makes when Yeah. Because when was Meteor Man? Uh, was that 93? Was this like, because it was it 93 and 94? 90, 93 was Meteor Man. This is 94. And when was the last action hero? Ooh, great question. Because that's the only other note I have. Last action hero is 93. So, you know, these are kind of all around the same time. So, when they're at the premiere of Jack Slater 6, at the beginning, Damon yeah. Wayans is there and he's wearing a blank man hat. He is not. Uh huh. Seriously? Yep. Oh, that's and you're funny. just like what? what? It's almost <laughs> like the uh, Batman uh, and Superman logo that's in Times Square in um, I Am Legend. That's right. That's right. Right. Hang on. My dog's being a jerk now. One moment. Oh, PL is peeing. We'll be right back. Boop, boop, boop. I'm not trying to find this. 
All right. So, so yeah, no almost cast. No. Um, um, we don't have any reshoots or reactions because nope, nope. We, we may, there may we're be good. like, cause we're, cause we're so accurate. That's but why. future Casey and Todd will have to worry about that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so this movie's released in August of 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a flop, pure and simple. So much so that the Wikipedia page doesn't list a budget. It does list a box office of $7 million. Oh. oh if you go to the, Yeah, and if you if you go to the IMDb page, there's an estimated budget listed of 330 million dollars yeah so not what you would call good uh, which is ironic because this movie comes out you know right at the really like the the height of damon wayne's fame in living colors on yeah. tv and well actually i, t- I take it back both. this is the end of the in living color yeah this is sure damon wayne yep david allen greer's like and even Lynn Thickpin was there. She was the the chief on Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego at this point. Grandmother. So like, you've got three That's people right. who yeah. are, I mean, I, I know her more for uh, she is the woman who sings Bless the Lord in Godspell. But which, oh, if, you, okay. if you've ever seen Godspell. That's basically hippie Jesus, right? Isn't that Godspell? You know who plays hippie Jesus? No, Victor who? Garber. You know who Victor Garber is? What? <laughs> no, no, no. I know who Victor Garber is. I can't picture him. Oh, type in Godspell yeah. Victor Garber, and you'll see him with the biggest white man fro of all time. <gasps> oh, my. Is that uh, him? That's him. Wearing the Superman shirt. Yep. With- Oh With my! The heart on it. Yep. Oh, that's him. Yeah, I love God. With the crow make, yeah. Okay, it's a, it's a weird musical, but every time I, the two times that I've done it, you like bond for life with your cast. Wow. Okay. Well, I can't unsee that. Uh, so Victor Garber is not You're in welcome. Blank Man, um, but, but Lynn uh, is. Blank. Lynn Thigpen is. Uh, now, Blank Man is written by Damon Wayans and also mm-hmm. J.F. Lawton, who wrote Pretty Woman. Which, which version of Pretty Woman? The original or the one? Uh, the, the one where he she throws the, him out of the car, where he throws her out of the car at the end and calls her a fucking whore? Or the one uh, that was released? I don't know about that one. It, it, he has a written by credit um, for Pretty Woman. So my guess is that's probably an earlier iteration. So it's the fucking horror edition. Got Not it. screenplay, probably. Uh, he also, he's got a few other ones. Um, Pete, he writes Pizza Man. He writes Under Siege. He oh. writes The Hunted, oh. which was the, yeah. the I believe, the Tommy Lee Jones, Benicio Del Toro. Yep. Oh, oh no, no, The Hunted. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. oh, even worse. It's that's the John Christopher Travolta. Lambert. Oh. No. Oh. Christopher. Christopher Lambert is this businessman who gets attacked by ninjas, and it's oh, it's yeah, it's horrible. Because uh, Under Siege Two, uh-huh. Chain Reaction, yeah. DOA, Dead or Alive. Wait a minute, he wrote Chain Reaction, and yep. was allowed to write other movies after that. 
well, after that, he only has three credits. Or, I'm sorry, he only has two credits. Uh, a couple of them are v- the TV series VIP, which I don't remember. Mm-mm. VIP. Oh, starring Pamela Anderson, a team of five, three professional bodyguards, receptionists, and the ex-hot dog vendor and figurehead, Valerie, Pamela Anderson, make up Valerie Irons Protection VIP Bodyguards for Celebrities. Pamela Anderson was a hot dog vendor? There were four seasons of that. (laughs) What? (laughs) The fuck? Wow. So he was the creator of it. And he wrote, uh, he was a writer in uh, for a number of episodes. Um, and then DOA from 2006 and Jackson in 2008. Oh, was that Jackson Pollock, the Jackson Pollock movie? Sure. I don't know. Nope. It's not it. Okay. Yeah. Michael okay. Jackson? So, yeah. Uh, so that's the other writer. Um, and then it's directed by uh, Mike Binder, mm-hmm. who is a director, screenwriter, producer, actor. Uh, he definitely in, has stuff. He's in the movie, right? He is in the movie. Yeah. Yes, um, he plays Doctor Victor Norris. Mm-hmm. He plays the, the which it, the psych that. Oh, that's right. Okay, but Mike Binder's got a lot of credits. Um, Indian Summer, which was not part of Broad, Project Greenlight, <laughs> but he's a bit um, of a that guy actor look to him. Like when when he, he I saw yeah. the name and I was like that name sounds familiar. When he showed up, I'm like oh. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a minority Report, I'm like, what? No, he's an actor in that one. Yeah, he's the um, he's the uh, the one that Tom Cruise thinks killed his... Uh, Leo Crow, yeah, Leo Crow. yeah, yep. yeah. Thank yep. you. I couldn't think of the name. Um, I wouldn't say... I, I wouldn't say that he has any, like, smash hits. I think that's going to be his biggest one, his Minority Report. But, yeah, which he's only an actor. He's only an actor. But oh, in terms oh, of like his directing, directing. and no, stuff, no, yeah. no, no. This is sadly yeah. this is probably his biggest thing as a director. Yeah. He he works pretty steadily. He's got films that come out in 92, 93, 94, 99 as director. Mm-hmm. Uh 2001, yeah. 2, 5, 6, 7. You know. So, um you know, that's uh so that's it. That's what I've got for production. I mean, again, this is da- Damon Wayans is a superstar at this point. Oh yeah, and clearly got the opportunity to do this movie, and this is what he did. So the IMDb score for this movie is yes. five out of ten. Mm. Oh, oh, which I feel like they were rounding up a little bit, even on that. Well, so. and don't forget, everyone who worked in this movie gave this thing ten stars. I'm sure. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's so right. We're, we're on a big old bell curve. All right. So All right. Uh, you, why don't we uh, just talk about this movie then? Yay. I mean, yay. (laughs) We start with two little kids watching 66 Batman. Already. I like this movie. I'm I'm in at this point. Fuck. Yeah. 66 Batman. Let's go. Right. Did you know, do you know who the two kids are? Yes. It's Damon Wayans jr. And then Michael Wayans. who I don't know if that's his other son or if that's his nephew. No, it's one of his sons that isn't in the business because Marlon. No, Marlon is his brother. Is Damon's brother, right? Marlon and Keenan. Keenan Ivory Wayne's is the is a grandfather. Oh, got it, got it. Uh huh. Damon Wayans, his brother is oh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's. So here's the. This is 
the first generation of the, the ones that get famous. Dwayne Wayans. So, th- th- like, these are all the kids. So, I, I, I don't know that. Well, there's 10 kids, including Dwayne Wayans, Keenan Ivory Wayans, Damon Wayans, Kim Wayans, Sean May- Wayans, and Marlon Wayans. Okay. That is one generation. Plus, there's uh, that's six. So, there's four other kids as well. Yikes. Wow. Uh, so, then Damon Wayans. Junior. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's from Happy Endings and and Coach from The New Girl. Yeah, yeah, Coach from... Well, Coach, then not Coach, then Coach again, right? Isn't that... No, it's different characters. Oh, and, and then they bring him back once they Happy Endings. They didn't swap out black guys. They're different characters. How did... Casey, they don't all look alike. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Did you ever watch Happy Endings? No, I think I, I, I think I've seen an episode once. It's so good. Is it really? What, what, yeah. well, like, what's it about? Uh, Elijah Cuthbert and, um, oh, I can't think of the actor's name. He was also on that show where everyone lost 20 minutes of their life. Uh, Flashpoint or Flash oh, Forward or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's vaguely familiar. Um, he was on that. They, um, they're about to get married, and this guy comes in to the church right before I do on rollerblades and is like, I love you. You know you love me. And she runs away with him. And then it's like all their friends having to figure out how to stay friends. It's wow. really good. It's got okay. Casey Wilson and uh, Eliza Coop from the later seasons of Scrubs. She was one of the interns. Okay. Uh, like uh, season eight, I think she started. Okay. Maybe maybe right before uh, Zach Braff left, but she was also on uh she was just in something. She's on Future Man. Did you didn't watch Future Man? Did you the Seth Rogen thing on uh, Hulu? No, no. She was on that too. I'm looking forward to an American Pickle. When does that come out? A couple days uh, like HBO Max. Yeah. Is it oh is it HBO Max? I thought it was Apple TV. No, HBO Max. Too yeah, many streaming sites. Yeah, he was yeah, just, he was just on Mark Marin and said some stuff about uh, Israel and how he wouldn't want to live there because it's a horrible place and doesn't understand why it's the chosen land for his people. <laughs> Did you see Twitter had a field day with him and someone's like no. anti-Semite <laughs> Seth? R- I'm like, back it up. He's a Jew. <laughs> yeah, Let's fucking start there. Criticism doesn't mean anti-Semitic, right? Like, yeah. He's not being anti-Semitic, and also he's kind of not wrong. Like, yeah. Israel is a screwed-up place right now, for better or worse. I get why he said, "I don't know why anyone would want to live there right now." Yeah, I don't think he was saying anything anti-Semitic. I think he was more saying that Israel's really messed up right now. We watched um, a couple months ago on Netflix. Oh, what was it? It was a limited series. It was based on a a biography, an autobiography. The woman who was raised I just, in... I want to point out the word yeah. <laughs> already tangy. Okay. No, no, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 please. Uh, uh, go, go. Uh, what the heck was the name of it? It's um, the uh, it's based on a story, the true story of a woman who was raised in the uh, Hasidic uh, community in New York City who leave... And at one point, she goes to Germany and mm-hmm. meets an Israeli Jew and the Israeli Jew tells the other people that the like basically the Hasidic Jews in New York City are like doesn't I don't think she calls them crazy but it's pretty brutal. Well, Seth Rogen talked about it. The Hasidic Jews are simply there 
to make sure there are purebred Jews because yeah. a, a, an entire nation tried to wipe out their entire kind. So that's literally what they do. They make sure that Jews and Jews procreate. There is a it, camp apparently in 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 uh, Canada where Seth Rogen went where like the idea was find your future spouse. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's such an... That, that makes total sense. It's such an insular, insular community. And um, the at one point, the, 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 the antagonist is a woman. She suffers because she has essentially no education beyond, like, middle school. Because she's a, she's, she's a value to have Jewish babies to... To, to continue have, the purebred yeah, line, yeah. And, and yep. that's the extent of her value. It's it's worth watching. It's really good. It's a, it's a fascinating film study. And the fact that it's... Or character study. The fact that it's based on a true story is even more interesting, I think. Well, the the thing that Seth Rogen also pointed out is that, like, if you found his body dead on the street and he wasn't famous Seth Rogen, you'd know yeah. what religion he was by looking at his body. And that is literally the only religion in the world. Because he's like, I'm Jewish by faith. I don't believe in any of it. But I'm also Jewish by heritage. If I take a DNA test, it comes back Jew. Sure, 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 sure. Wow, I never really thought about that. Yeah. That, like... It's yeah. not just their religion, it's their identity. It, sure. So there's a there's an ethnic component to that. Uh we did the ancestor yeah, we did ancestry.com two mm-hmm. years ago for Christmas. And yeah. I had oh, I, I have one percent European Jew, which makes sense because I have Polish heritage into so sure. that, that region. Oh, did the Poles and the Jews get to hang out yeah, a lot? A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Let's yeah. not talk about why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unorthodox. That's it. Unorthodox. There you go. The, the actress, the lead is wonderful. She looks like at times she looks like when Millie Bobby Brown will become a young woman. Like she could be. Oh, interesting. Mil- Millie Bobby well, Brown. To be fair, Millie Bobby Brown is almost a young woman. She's got to be 16 now. She's, She's still a child. child but yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's still a child. But, oh, you, froze. You, you saw the. Wait, a you froze, and then it literally like fast forwarded to catch up. So it was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> possessed. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah. All right, we should should we go talk about this movie? All right, sure. Okay, they're getting a bad signal on their TV because it's got rabbit ears. Stupid old TV. Holy bad deception, Batman! I'll fix it. Kids, rabbit ears was the name for the antennas that were on top of TVs. That were uh, tube TVs. That's um, right. They were pieces of furniture. What the, those those kind of TVs? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Daryl makes kind of a, a bunch of tin foil connections together, and he realizes if he flushes the toilet, they get the good signals. That's right. So he hooks up. He hooks up a line so he can get back in front of the TV while pulling on the lever to, to flush it. And that's going to work out just it's fine. Be for totally him. fine. Uh, we know exactly who Daryl is. Literally, the first moment we see him. Not only does he have the glasses on, but they're like broken, taped together. He's wearing them askew. Like he's got a fork for the second. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 And we kind of get the idea that Kevin kind of pushes Daryl around. Yep. Loves him, but hates him at the same time. (laughs) Doesn't understand him. Maybe that's the better way to put it. Yeah. Kevin lives in the real world and Daryl does not. He's flushing the toilet. Water gets all over the place. In walks the late great. Lynn Thinkpin, she uh, is very pissed at them. Boy, I'm going to peel the skin off of your behind, boil it, and make soup 
and we get the title card, Blank Man. You know what other credit? So the credit for me that jumped out with Lynn Thigpen in The Warriors, she is the DJ alerting everyone in New York City where the Warriors are. God, I'm so sad she's gone. I know. She's great. She's great. She's such a great actor. And like kind of got pigeonholed into like my generation is like, oh yeah, the chief from Carmen San Diego. Like, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. yes. But she also was a lot of other amazing things. Yes, and yeah. yes, and yes. Did you feel like the blank man font was Batman Mask of the Phantasm font? Uh I mean Which was only a year before this movie. I didn't specifically connect it back to that. Uh, again, I'd love to hear what Damon Wayans how he frames this movie because either he loves Batman and this is his love letter or he hates it and he's stalking it to kill it. Like, you know, like there's either way, it's very close or both <laughs> or both. That's right. But also yeah. like, is this a comedy? Is this a screwball comedy? Is this a, is this an indictment of the, the justice system? Is it white people? Yeah. Are crazy? I mean, there's a lot of tendrils going out and none of them are connecting. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it has at times the absurdity of Batman the movie. Um, sure. But that's not the tone it takes the whole way through. Not at all. You know, I would say even Daryl. So our next, you know, we get the shot after the title card, um, an aerial shot of the neighborhood. And you can tell that the neighborhood is looks older now, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Like This is Detroit, right? I don't want to do this again like we did in the crowd, not know the city. I don't... Um, I, I think it's Detroit. You think so? Let's hang yeah. on. Let's see if there's I no think, title card for it. No, I think it's very. I think it's very deliberately a generic city with crime. It was filmed in Chicago and Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, it has a subway the and film, it has an elevated. Then it's set in Chicago. It says right here, film set in oh. Chicago because all the cops have the 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 Chicago flag. I, I recognize the flag. I just couldn't think of what it was. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, well, yeah, Casey, it takes place in Chicago. <laughs> and maybe maybe I'll edit that to make us sound smart, or maybe I'll just leave yeah, this as a couple no, of shitheads. <laughs> listen, leave that in, and I don't feel bad about not understanding this movie, because who cares? Well, it was just like The Crow. We're like, where's this movie set? And, and I can't remember. Somebody was like, uh, they say Motor City in it. <laughs> it's clearly Detroit. Clearly Detroit. Clearly says Afghanistan. The trivia, Greg Kinnear's feature film debut. Yeah. Who is he in this? He's the talk show guy. The news anchor? The one who gets killed? Oh, talk no, show host. earlier than that. Yeah, talk he's a talk show. show host where there's gay man and Got it. all the... Got it. <laughs> Ooh. Let's spend some time on gay man when we get there, because yikes. There's two homophobic type moments in this movie. That's the other one, when the guy asks John Polita if he is gay, and he shoots oh, him. Oh, he shoots him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is weird, because John Polita is gay. Is he really? <laughs> Openly, like, has never oh. hidden it. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, how, how did you let this happen? Because clearly, this is a crime. Of, wow, okay. Uh, be- because he doesn't have power in this scenario, right? Like, it's... Damon Wayans, you know, yeah. So, okay. All right. So Kevin is sneaking a girl out of the house thinking he's, uh, he's pulling one over on grandma and Lynn Thigpen. She's not a stupid. She, 
Mm. She knows. You could have at least fed that little heifer. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. She really takes the wind out of his sails. Didn't um, you think he was wearing like a nightshirt in that scene? Like the checkered thing that he was wearing. But then he is wearing it when he gets on the elevator to work. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. That's his shirt. And I it's wrote, his shirt. 90s style was fucking crazy. It was. It was. Um, now we know that the city's in bad shape. Cops haven't been paid in two weeks, but we hear the grandma praising Harris, who's running for mayor. So again, kind of grounding us in the in the world and what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see we see grown up Daryl. He has this ridiculous invention on his head that's brushing his teeth. And again, <laughs> if you didn't get it in the shot of them as kids, he's a big old fucking nerd, right? Like, and it's almost it's it's almost cartoonish. How it's, nerdy he is. You know, you know what it is? It's Big Bang Theory nerd, which is why I've never watched Big Bang Theory. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Most nerds aren't like that. That's right. <laughs> We're That's right. right here. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we also meet uh, J5, his robot. Is this an, an homage to Johnny 5? Because that's what he's called. He's called J5 in the second one, at least. Uh, uh, Michael McKeon calls him J5. I can't imagine that. That's what you're picking to... I. Why I mean, else would it be called J five? It's not a Batman reference, right? And I, if, if it had been, it would have been Alfred or Ace would have been the name of it. But it's not. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't ever find out what the J stands for. It doesn't. Johnny. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it's Johnny Five. All right, he's Johnny alive. Because uh, Short Circuit Two was ninety. 90, I think. 90 I or 91. Movie. Yeah. What? Short it. Circuit 2 is so good. Is it? Oh my God, yes. See, that's that hit. Brown face, al- hit brown face aside, it's a good movie. Right. Well, <laughs> yes, it, it's it just doesn't have the space for me that like those childhood imprint movies do. See, but because there's a decade between us, that was that's a child true. imprint movie for me. Sure. Both of them. Oh, no, no, I totally get it. I totally, but for me, it just doesn't have that same. Uh, never ending story. When's never ending story? Eighty four. See that one. That one should have been, uh, but for some reason, I mean, what I remember. Uh, not until I got older. Like that's one that I love as oh, an yeah. adult. But you know. which did you see the thing with Quibi? That they did, like, got famous people together to do the Princess Bride. Oh, my God. You see who plays the grandfather in the end. Aubrey sends it to me. She goes, you're going to cry. I go, honey, I'm not going to cry. And I'm watching, and I'm laughing, and it's funny. Oh, you get to the end, and then he goes, as you wish. And I was like. (laughs) Because it's the last thing he filmed. Yeah. That's Carl Reiner's end of his legacy is with his son. With his son. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's it's, I want to watch the whole thing. I sobbed and then I watched it again and then I sobbed again and then I looked at Auburn and I was like, why did you let me watch that? And she was crying again as I was watching it. Yeah. And then the, uh, did you see who plays uh, Wesley in the scene where they, they're going to store in the castle? The guy we were uh, talking about before, Taika Waititi. Oh, yes. <laughs> guys, yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys I'm yeah. going to need a sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, Carrie Elways plays Humperdinck. Because Paul Humperdinck. Rudd plays Wesley. Right. Yeah. I would rather watch that again than 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 Blank Man. Casey, we have uh, to talk about this. We have to talk about this movie. <laughs> okay. Not talking so, about it's not gonna go away. We've been 40 minutes bullshitting since we came back. Yeah, we've been like 30. We talked 10 <laughs> minutes about this movie. That's and with the magic of editing, oh boy, we're just yeah. we're gonna be breezing right through this. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be like mask level. 
we're going to hit like the the tiniest of bullet points in this movie because there's not much to it. No, no, that's a great point. This is this is a thin movie. And again, further making me wonder what what were they going for? I don't know. So we're going to meet Robin Givens with uh, and let's talk about for a hot second that elevator shot where it's in the reflection and then the elevator doors open and that's the first time you realize that it's an elevator reflection shot when it gets to her floor. Oh, I missed it. When they're on the elevator I together. Holy shit. Can you pull up the movie yeah, real sure quick? Can. Scrub to it while I talk yeah. about it. And he's like kind of hitting on her and all of a sudden the doors open and you're like, wait, we've been watching the reflection. Where the fuck was the camera? It is. And it's, this is pre CG. So this is all practically got done. It's probably like 10 minutes into the movie. Uh, you're, you're pretty good. 824. He gets on the elevator with her. Keep watching. Oh, it looks really grainy, but that's gotta be because it's, Reflection. It's the reflection of the elevator. And then watch. It's gonna the doors are gonna open. It's gonna open to her newsroom. Oh, and her the newspaper was the print was reversed. Totally. Because you can see that. Yeah. Oh isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's an amazing shot in this garbage sure. movie. You know, it's almost like one of these things like why? Right? Like it technically because cool. the director's trying to make it improve yeah. itself. Sure. Okay. I'll accept that. All right. So she gets out at the newsroom, um, and he is quickly, Kevin is quickly intercepted and uh sent back down to the basement where he works at Hard Edition, run Ooh. run by a wheelchair bound tyrant, Jason Alexander, as Mr. Stone. I'm like just Mr. Stone. Yeah. I'm like reference to uh Roger Stone? Stone? That was my first question. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what he wasn't a paper mongol, was he? Well, that's a it's a TV show. It's like hard. It's like um, what's the one that Bill O'Reilly Inside Edition? Yeah, it's a sensationalist TV show. So much so that sure. he has it, a. It's Fox. Yeah, it was clearly Fox News. He's got a board set up that he throws darts at to come up with the stories. <laughs> Can't get anything real. Go to the board. The vice president and an alien have SM sex. Now that's a great story. It's demon sperm. That's, no, that's real life. <laughs> uh, so we learned there's a reference to Michael Minnelli, who's the clearly the crime lord. Played by the wonderful John Polito. The wonderful John Polito. Do you see what his his nickname is? His like his mafia name? Michael the suit Minnelli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm it's like, so, and I saw that. And I'm like, oh, he's gonna have, and I was like, I mean, his suit's nice. It's not like he's oh. wearing a suit. Yeah, it's uh, again, like I don't know what they're going for here. Right? Is it a parody? I, I, it, at times, it almost felt uh, Dick Tracy ish. Like, oh yeah, I definitely got some Dick Tracy vibes from this. Uh, I also like, I don't know, like the way the next thing that happens is Daryl, how Daryl discovers the chemical, like. He accidentally knocks over stuff because he's got a prototype drone, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a helicopter fly killer. <laughs> did you did you recognize his boss? Uh, no, it's the Micro Machines guy. Uh, is it really? Yeah, it's John Passionata, Passion Passion. I don't remember his name. 
John okay. something. But yeah, it's the Micro Machines guy. Not John Mashita? Yes, thank you. He was also Blur in the Transformers, the movie. Take a wild guess what Blur did. Blur. Talked really fucking fast. <laughs> We've got Decepticons in the case. Decepticons in the air. Decepticons inside the walls. Decepticons. 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 If we beat them off the walls, they're still in the air. If we shoot them out of the air, they're still at the gates. So where does that leave us? Nowhere. That's where. Yeah, I mean, he did FedEx commercials. He did all kinds of stuff. And he is the world talking man. That's right. I remember him. I remember him. Okay. Some line of Shakespeare. I think Hamlet's to be or not to be in 35 seconds. <laughs> to be or not to be. That is a question whether it is noble or to... Suffer the slings and arrows and of our rageous debt, whole thing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. that's a question. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, uh, yeah. about Harris. Let's talk about the, the mayor. Okay. So he's a candidate at the beginning of the movie. He's yeah. running for mayor. I kept waiting for him to be in league with the mob. That it was all he was cover. No, he wasn't. Well, he, he was after he gets elected. No, he isn't. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, because... No, he isn't. He calls the cops on them. That's that's after, um, r- after he's sworn in. He we hear. Oh, I missed um, it. Yeah. So after he gets elected, so this is later on. Daryl's working in his lab. Uh, we hear the radio talking about Harris's election, and he has appointed two of Manelli's men to key roles. And I he's now getting criticized. Completely missed that. Okay, yeah. so I don't feel so bad about him blowing up. And since I missed yeah. that, I was like, where is the turn? Like, when he blew up, I was like, and then when they catch up with him later, the suit, they're going to they're gonna find the mayor there, too. They're going to find Harris there, too. Sure, I sure. I totally expect that to happen. But, no, he just, he got in league with him, but, changed his mind, and got blown up. Yeah, so I think, he, I think, I think he's guilty of being a coward mm-hmm. because he's clearly not with... Manelli, when Manelli shows up at his campaign headquarters, yeah. right? Manelli shows up there trying to intimidate him, and he basically stands his ground. Um, after that, Manelli sends his thugs, you know, making it look like a robbery. Two guys come in with masks, they steal campaign checks. As they leave, a third guy, but then as the two robbers leave, a man without a mask walks in behind them with an Uzi. It's an, actually an Uzi, mm-hmm. submachine gun. And, uh, you know, opens fire, yeah, killing. Manelli sends his yeah. regards. That's right. So my my assumption is that convinces Manelli to or uh, Harris to play ball. Yeah, okay. and then Harris is elected. He puts Manelli's men in positions in his administration. But after Blank Man becomes a hero, he is inspired by this uh, the bravery and. Oh, and that's when he calls. That's when he calls Manelli in and says, "Basically, I'm you know, I'm turning you charges. Gotcha. Okay, so so we're still in the same day by this point in the film with adult Daryl and Kevin's introduction. Kevin going to work, hitting on Robin Givens. I feel terrible. I can't think of what her character's name is. Kim Kimberly John Kimberly Johns. I think that's why because it's so generic. It's just like might as well just be like Pam. Jones. (laughs) Jones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apology to Pam Jones is out there. <laughs> so by this point, he has gone from hitting on her wearing what I thought was a <laughs> was like a nightshirt, but actually was just his shirt that he's gonna wear to work, to then he's wearing something completely different when he gets down to hard edition, to then the next scene 
which is still the same day, he is wearing another outfit. And I, I wrote, how many fucking outfits is Kevin going to wear in this one day? I was not paying attention to any of that. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, I, I didn't get major plot points, but I sure noticed costume stuff. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. What Daryl discovered in the lab was the this chemical formula which he could use to treat cloth to make it essentially bulletproof. Mm-hmm. So he has created a whole costume. He's got the utility belt, um, which it's got some ridiculous stuff. He's got a, he's got a two way radio for him and, and Kevin yep. handcuffs. He's got stink bombs made from concentrated flatulence. He took from Kevin while he was sleeping electric nunchucks. Uh, and of course he makes an outfit for Kevin and Kevin's like, no fucking way. I'm not wearing that. <laughs> In the meantime, the the grandmother is at. Oh, I'm sorry. We skipped. I skipped past. Like she's already dead at this point. This is past the. This is past the funeral and oh, everything. Right. I, I just want to point head. out on the subway uh, oh, at yeah. night when when like this is a first like proto blank man comes out. Daryl stops the mugger. Um, <laughs> I left a little old lady after he defeats him. The the subway car starts moving. Rest of you ain't shit. That's right. That's right. That's right. Putting everyone else on that on that thing to task. I I really like that. So one thing with the solution in the lab, Mm -hmm. it's green. When he makes it at home, it's bright blue. Or reverse it. It is it is different colors both times. Okay. (laughs) I'm just. Uh, I thought it was. So it's definitely a light green in the bathtub because he blue when he when he makes it at. Is it blue on the? In the lab, or is it like a just a darker green? No, it's blue. Okay. Well, there you go. Another error. How dare they? How dare Kevin's at work the, the next day. <laughs> um, he gets an offer from Kimberly. You know, he just really wants to work on real stories. She's in the newsroom. She offers to have him run her camera. She's investigating Minnelli. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin comes home to tell Daryl about it, but, of course, Daryl's not home. There's a big note that he finds. Dear Kevin, I'm out there stopping crimes. Let your conscience be your guide. P.S. Wear your costume. <laughs> so we see Daryl listening to a cop radio. The blank man logo like spins up. Oh, it's it's, like, it's, it's right out of Batman. Yeah. In fact, what, yeah, in the 100%. beginning, what we didn't talk about when young grandmother beats up uh, Daryl, kid Daryl and Kevin, it has the boff, sock, yeah, that's punch, right. <laughs> you know, it's, the graphic noises. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Biff. Okay. <laughs> Who I'm assuming is a pimp because oh, 100%. He's talking about his money as he's beating this woman. Uh, he looks like another actor and it's not him. It's it's not him. It's the guy from Blade Runner, from the first Blade Runner. Yes. Yep, Blade Runner, Tango and Cash, what that guy name? that plays a heavy. Hang on, I'm looking Blade Runner 82. Yeah, don't look at the 20 whatever. That was a waste of time. Byron James. That's his name. Byron. Brian James. Brian. B-R-I-O-N. I read that as Byron. Okay. Okay. It is. All right. Oh, 48 hours, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. About, or another 48 He's hours. He's General Monroe in uh, 48 hours. He's a general that's after Dallas the entire movie. Oh, in Fifth Element. Uh-huh. Fifth Element. And, oh, and Striking Distance. Those are his known fours. Woof. Yeah, he's a great, he is a great that guy actor. He, oh, is he dead? 99. Oh, holy cow. Yeah, he's been dead a while. Yeah, he was only 54. Uh, heart attack, I think yeah. I saw. Yikes. 
Oh, he was great. He just he showed up, and you're you're right. That is that's who the guy looks like. He's, but yeah, it's not he, him. He, it's like his stunt double. You've captured the stunt double so much so that I had to stop and drill into this to find Biff. And of course, the actor who plays Biff. Um, did you get his name? No, I missed it. In IMDb, in the like in the expanded section, the character Biff is played by the actor Biff Menard. <laughs> That's right. Biff plays Biff Menard. Um, he he was in The Flash. He uh, he had a recurring role. Murphy. He, he was the ninety to ninety one. Okay. Yep. That's where I know him from because I'm like, I know this guy. You could tell the budget of this movie, Biff, when he slaps the girl down and goes to grab her face, he misses and like steadies it with both hands. Like he goes to do this thing where you grab the chin and he sure. misses and he's like, oh, I'll just take your whole face with both hands. Like, <laughs> and this made the movie? This yeah, it's the best take we had. Okay. It's the best one. It's It's not good. Slap me around and call me Susan. So Daryl mouths off to him and then proceeds to get the crap beaten out of him. I didn't like every time he gets slapped. Ah! I warned you, Susan. Has this effeminate. Ah! Did not look well. Did not come off well. I did like the part where they're shooting him and the bullets are bouncing off him. And then for some reason, a homeless person, like another pimp, it looks like. And then some other. I thought he was just like a, like an onlooker, like a, like he's there for the show. <laughs> like Shoot him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and um, uh, Damon Wayne has a great reaction to it. The, the head. Oh. That's, right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but he is saved by Kevin jumping in, beating the crap out of Biff. And David Allen Greer does a really nice uh, reverse spin kick. I went back and watched it. It's him. There's not a it's cutaway. Him. So it's either that he he was. Uh, I, I know he's a dancer. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, did did you watch the Wiz, the live one that they did? No. Oh, he plays the lion, and he's so good, huh? Yeah, he went to Detroit's Magnet High School. Cast Tech re- received a BA in Radio, Television, and Film, and a Master of Fine Arts from the Wales from the Yale School of Drama. I'm sure. I'm sure in the course of that, you went to Yale. Yeah, you took. Listen, in my little crappy school that I went to, if I had to take dance, you fucking took dance at Yale. Got it. Got it. Tap dancing at fucking seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Bullshit. Daryl, as blank man, uh, attempts to enlist the police in his crusade against crime and is essentially laughed out of the police station, right? Um, right, because he demands to see the commissioner going along with the Batman theme. Tell him your name. <laughs> I don't have one yet, but I'm leaning towards Brother Man. <laughs> I got a name for you. How about Shithead Man? Daryl succeeds in getting locked up, and then he is released into Kevin's custody with directions to get him to see a shrink, which is where we go next. The psych flat out calls Daryl a geek. If this was me, if I was Kevin, I took my brother, who was having some mental problems. If you're like, oh no, your brother's just a geek. I'm like, hey, I'm not paying for this session and go fuck yourself. It, it, yeah, it should be the old, I can pick on my brother, but you can't, right? It sh- that should be the reaction. Yeah, he should have should have been a moment where he's like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah, That's my brother. 100%. I, and I don't like this recurring bit of, so he's a virgin. He like the f- he can't recognize boobs. Later on, he gets hard on, clearly, when he 
When Kimberly kisses him? Uh, oh, oh no. Oh, do you think he? Oh, do you think he comes in his pants? Oh, he one hundred percent ejaculates in his pants. Oh, that's even worse. Because at the end of it, at the, uh, it's either the first time or the second time it happens, she goes to like touch him. She's like, don't, 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 don't touch me! Don't touch me! Oh, that's even worse. That's even worse. Ugh. Yeah. There, this movie is cringy for me in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways. And look, I understand as. <laughs> As two white dudes, we cannot sit here and not acknowledge that this was the second black written, uh, starring, you know, produced, starring superhero movie. Yep. Like, yeah, like this paved the way for for Black Panther. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I, no, it I, did. I do think, no, but it tried to do something. It tried to do something. The production company is Wife and Kids, and I feel like that was David Wayans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you're right. Like, I, I want to acknowledge that. The problem is it's just not good, right? Like, all of the firsts and groundbreaking stuff is all great, but at the end of the day, it's a bad movie. Well, it's not the first. Meteor Man was before No, no, this, but I mean, like, so. oh, I mean, like, for, like in the yeah. sense of leading, right? We had the same critique uh, as... For Meteor Man, yeah, they, that like we acknowledge what it was doing for the African American community and giving, but it just, I, you know what, I will say, I think Meteor Man was a better Meteor movie. Meteor Man than is that. a better movie. Meteor Man at least yeah. knows what it wants to be, and it's clear. And it, there's a through line. Yes, there are times where like it feels like almost storylines are just like forgotten about. Y- yeah. Well, let's talk about the baby saving scene. Oh yeah. So he's a virgin, but he has a speculum. The you mean the speculum of life? <laughs> Is that what he called it? Because I was writing a note to open the elevator doors. Yes, it's he says speculum it's the speculum of life. Of life. Oh. Called the speculum of life. So clearly a takeoff on the jaws of life, but it, it's a joke to me that I just go okay. okay eh. Is it because they're going to save a pregnant woman that they're ta- that he's using a speculum? Like no, I mean, and then of course before he, there's so many like it, it's cringy if he. Found that in a in a junkyard. Well, it's not an actual speculum. It's not an actual speculum. <laughs> uh, looks pretty close. It's significantly larger. It's no, it's not. That's about the size of a speculum. Wait a minute. Oh, Todd, I don't know if you've ever seen a speculum. <laughs> okay. All right. It's about the size of a speculum, sir. He found this in a junkyard, right? Uh, presumably he would have had to figure out what it was to find out what it's called. And when he found out what it's called, he would have seen vagina. Oh my God. Okay. At the business end of this massive contraption is a speculum. The problem is he's he's got something the size of a chainsaw essentially connected to it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) No, just the end of it, just the duck bill. (laughs) But you know, it's, it's cringy. Before he puts the speculum into the elevator doors, he lubes it up. It's just, I didn't laugh at that. I just was like, ugh, okay. Like, that that was my reaction for so much of this. Like, uh. So they go in. The woman's going to have the baby right there. Kevin is at the head. He says he's never seen a woman's thing. Yeah. He <laughs> says, get in there and deliver that baby. She delivers it. I wrote so much screaming. Like, having them all scream and showing a close-up of them is a comedy trope. Yes, that's funny. sure. It went on too long. It was like a four yeah. beat on each one of them. I was like, could you, could you stop screaming now? This is where I wonder, like stepping out and thinking about like 
the context of how they were making this. In Living Color ends in the spring of 94. This comes out in August of 94, but it was probably filmed, you know, a year prior. So it's, you know, the height of Damon Wayans' success on TV. Uh-huh. Is this the kind of, is it the kind of like, almost like arrogance of, I'm a star, I'm doing this and I'm just going to do it and this is what we're doing? Where, like, did it need somebody standing up saying, this doesn't work, this isn't funny, this needs to be reworked? But who? Well, if it's, it's his production company. It's his production company. Presumably he right. picked the director, right? Like, it's, this is that place where you, you need someone to tell you, this is not good or this doesn't work or this has got to be better. And I feel like that wasn't happening. I do want to point out the baby. Mm-hmm. Looks, that's a pretty new baby. That's a small baby. That's not the same thing. Oh my god, it's a newborn. I'm like that's a seven month old child. <laughs> but what but usually fuck? but usually it's like an eighteen month old child is what's that's coming what I mean. out of it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. it's always like a baby. It's not a newborn. That that baby looked like it had teeny tiny little hands and yeah. was very much a newborn kid. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. Um, yeah, so Kim wants to do an interview with Blank Man, and now and they, they go on the Blank Mobile. You know, he finds he finds his fortress of solitude. He's he's walking around the neighborhood, the Blank Station, right? So first he considers the Blank. Uh, let's see, I, I wrote him down. Blank store, the Blank stop, and then of course he ends up in an abandoned subway station, which is the Blank Station. And in this scene, I, I, there's a there's a true Batman moment. Like this is where I go. Does he love Batman? Be Kim is like, are you happy? He says, how can I be happy when there's still so much work to be done? That's fucking Batman in a nutshell. You're right. Yeah. So again, are is he is this a genuine homage? I can't tell. Because actually, now that I've said it out loud, it is Batman, but it's not 66 Batman. Sure. 66 sure, sure. Batman was a Playboy because it's a comedy. Like he was not, you know, staring off into the abyss of that game being like, what, what am I, Batman? What am I, Alfred? <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, we see the blank wheel, which is... Oh, that's what it's called. Not the blank wheel, the blank wheel. Yeah. Yeah, the blank wheel on the subway tracks. And and we have the kiss where... <laughs> where he comes, which is so much worse. <sighs> it was cringy when I thought it was a hard-on, but yeah. And you're right. His, his spasming is clearly... Yeah, it's not good. So the, this I is where like Greg it. Kinnear shows up. Did you recognize the uh, unfortunately named Midget Man? No. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the guy from uh, what's his name? Tony Cox from uh, Me, Myself, and Irene, and about a million other things. Your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, is he an Ewok? He's an Ewok. In fact, he's the Ewok that steals the land speeder. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, nice. Really good. Uh, well, he's one of four is that, because he, they make them- Tony Cox one who gets on it. Warwick Davis is the one that runs up, and then the one that jumps off is an is another one, and then there's a there's a fourth one in there. Are they saying the black Ewok stole the car? That's fucking racist. How dare well, they? He had help from his other friends. Got like it. something about it. They were I can't I think it was it Tony or it was whoever the other person was had them on that show. I was there too. Oh yeah, was, yeah. And he he talked about that. I did this part. Warwick Davis did this part. That's wild. I'm like, why did it take so many people to do one fucking thing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Tony Cox. Oh, Tony Cox. Tony Cox. Yeah. Bastard. Manelli is at a bank robbery. 
Right. Um, the mayor has made blank man day and he's and something about like, I'm going to give everybody a check and you can come in and cash it. Some bullshit thing like that. Mm-hmm. But it turns out to be a big ruse. Uh, blank man gets down to the bank and the mayor is strapped to the vault. There's a bomb that Minnelli estimates will take the bomb squad 10 minutes to disarm. So he sets it the timer for three and he leaves. I, I'm like, okay, sure. You, you know, why not? Don't just shoot him in the head and then yeah. and then leave. Yeah, let's let's just assume that your plan will go off as planned. Blank man uses was it like WD forty from his utility belt? It creates like a grease trap on the floor and the the thugs fall and then he gets free. Uh, Kevin enters the bank. They're trying to free the mayor. They've got one minute left. <laughs> it, Arguably the funniest line in the movie. This white man is dead. You can't save him. Come on, let's That one I actually laughed out loud. That was, I think, the only genuine laugh. Mm-hmm. And there's one minute left. Then Blank Man figures out the, the bomb strapped to the mayor, mm-hmm. stops it. They celebrate, but Kevin hears a ticking, and the massive bag next to the vault is full of explosives, uh, and there's no way they can free the mayor. So the movie takes a hard left turn here. I mean, although... The grandma dying was dark, but, but it happens much darker because he quits being blank man. So they go to run and then Daryl stops. He runs back to face the mayor, takes the mask off and says, Eleanor Walker was my grandmother. She really believed in you. And he's like, she was a good woman. I'll give you a lot. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and then we've got the overhead shot of them running out the bank door. Uh-huh. And it goes, it explodes. I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, again, was not expecting that. And I, the whole time, was going, okay, he faked his death. He's part of the gang. Like, I was expecting that turn, missing the whole thing that the mayor was, in fact, in league with the suit for a while. That's right. And on scene, the, the crowd quickly turns on Blank Man. Wow. He, so quick. Like, he, a little. The guy's yelling, like, I need my check. I'm like, have you heard of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, like your your money's protected up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What's the problem? I don't know what's going on here. Oh no, but that check was for two hundred and fifty thousand and one dollar. Oh, oh damn it! Stone rats out Kevin. Yes, he does. What a wow, dick. What a, well, yeah, like Daryl gives up being blank man. He goes to work at McDonald's. He's the worst counter attendant <laughs> ever. To get his papas fritas, going to Big Mac. No. No? Have a nice day. Kim figures out that Daryl is blank man in a weird way that didn't really make sense. Yeah, so she's watching footage of her reporting on the uh, the murders at Harris's campaign headquarters. Right. She makes a connection to their grandmother. Then she picks up the phone. How does she call? So she calls blank man. I think she How calls does she do Kevin. That? I think she calls Kevin's house. Oh, because she says, I know who killed your grandmother. That's what it is. Yeah. I thought she thought she was talking to Blank Man. Manelli comes in thinking that she was talking to Blank Man. Got it. Okay. Sorry. That was on me. The stone sets up the interview with, uh, is it Manelli? Yeah. Yeah. So he, Stone yeah. said, basically, look, I'll give you Blank Man. I want the, I want the news story. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where he shoots the reporter. <laughs> Edge, uh, Mr. Minnelli, are you gay? That's a big fucking jump. Of course, Minnelli pulls out a gun and kills the the news anchor. It just a weird. And then says, "Fake yeah. news." Oh, easy. <laughs> God damn! Now 
Kevin comes down to the McDonald's where Daryl's working. He tells Daryl that Manelli killed Grandma. Uh-huh. Um, Daryl will only put on the uniform if Kevin joins him. They agree, and they're back in the blank station. It's, it's first. It's the blank screen, and it's the computer monitor. Right, so they begin planning their assault. Blank suits. Of course, he's got the one for Kevin. So they leave the station on the blank wheel. Kevin is riding bitch, I would point out, mm-hmm. in this scenario. Did you notice that David Allen Greer's uh, suit, it says Michigan? I noticed that. Uh, it's because David Allen Greer's from Detroit. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. They're also towing Chekhov's robot. J5 is coming along for the ride. Gee, I wonder if he's going to become handy in a minute. I'm sure it doesn't mean anything. Um, so... Blank man and Kevin enter the studio and fight. And it is a full-out Batman the TV series fight. Oh, yeah. With, with bam, pow, bam. biff, bow, even, boo. Even the musical zingers are all like... They're not exactly, but they're reminiscent. Yeah, they're close enough. No, no. They're close enough that Warner Brothers can go, Hey, motherfuckers, that's, that's ours. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, who made this movie? Was this New Line? Columbia. Oh, then, yeah, definitely watch out, Columbia. They'll come right after you. The end of the movie, uh, there was a the credit to the Batman TV show used with permission from, I can't remember who had it. Uh, uh, ABC. It didn't, so it didn't say that. Um, oh, then it would have said Richard. Uh, uh, um, uh, you're going to make me. Richard. I don't know. I don't know. I, I actually, I stuck around to see if there was a stupid uh Incredible oh, scene with American Mike. Batman footage courtesy of 20th Television. So that must be who owned the TV rights. 20th Television. That's not 20th Century because Well, I wonder if that's a, I wonder if that's like a subsidiary. It might have been at the time. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to go down that rabbit yeah. hole. Okay. So there's a bomb in the building um and blank man and the other guy <laughs> which is Funny, <laughs> poor Kevin's uh, <laughs> uh, name, his uh, his superhero name, are put in a yep. uh, lotto money thing, but filled with water. It's coming to the top. He remembers he can call J five. This was funny. The footage of J five going down the stairs. Right, J five. I thought a- of it from a production standpoint of that they got to spend the day throwing this dumb robot down some stairs. <laughs> Yeah, except they couldn't throw it enough like it had like they couldn't break it. Uh yeah, like yeah. D- did you catch the last time that it fell? You could see the mechanism that pushed it up, right? Popped it up when it comes through the doors into the studio? No, no, no. Oh. The last set of stairs it hits, stairwell? you can see it. Oh. It pops up real quick and, and disappears, but you can see the line and then later it's not there. So there was more than one J five. Interesting. I mean, this movie did have a thirty million dollar budget. Clearly, clearly. Uh, so J J five frees them. Um, um, Kimberly and Mister Stone are chained in the middle of the studio. They're going to f- try and find the bomb. So Blank Man puts the bomb detector kit into J five, and then teaches him to sniff out explosives, which mm-hmm. leads them to the women's room. And in the last stall is the massive bag of explosives. And defuse them, but then this this may be the worst moment in the movie. They don't they don't defuse them. They he just puts them into the so J so J five is an old washing washing machine. That's right. That's right. 
But the worst part of the movie is them making Stone think he's going to blow up. It, That's fucked up. Yeah. So they, yeah, they free Kimberly. They, and Kevin tells Stone basically they only had enough time to free her and they leave him. It's dark and odd. Very dark. Just leaving him chained. I just, I, I did not like that at yeah. all. Uh, I know his character is a douchebag, but uh, again, it's just, I, I don't know what's going on in this movie. Um, they get outside. Johnny Five uh, contains the blast, but is destroyed in the process. <laughs> Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Damn it. J5. <laughs> uh, you put that in my head, you son of a bitch. Um, so J5 contains the blast, but is destroyed in the process. Yeah. RIP J5. And then somehow, do, do we know how they know where Manelli's headquarters are? Or they just show up there? I, I don't remember. This is this. I'll I'll be able to delete that. Uh, oh, you gotta take her out. PL is peeing. We'll be right back. I swear, this dog. Like she, she'll go out. She'll go six, eight hours during the day. Not go outside. Nighttime, it's like every twenty minutes. Ah, oh, pain in the ball sack. She's holding it in. Yeah. Uh, so All right. we were wondering, like, how do we again? Like they just they get to Manelli's place but i don't know how they got there it doesn't make any sense uh, who knows who time cares? for the confrontation yeah yeah and the confrontation happens blank man saves the day there's a new mayor making of an official blank man day and giving yeah so it's the he's awards blank man the harris award for outstanding community service to which i wrote mayor harris is really dead yeah <laughs> like, right. what the fuck? he ain't coming back um and kevin you know, a critical part of the team uh, also was recognized with a blank man T-shirt. Then there's a scene where Kim figures out that Daryl is blank man by being like, a, you know, I can't get over this feeling that I've met you before. Kind of like got Batman trope, and he's so. Guess they had a big parade today for that uh, super guy. What's his name? His name is Blank Man. He saved my life. He's probably a big loser. Without that flashy costume. Oh, he's definitely not a loser. Hey, a purse snatcher! Where? That's a job for Blank Man! I mean, he runs away, like... No? <laughs> whoops. And they smooch. Well, actually, there's only one way to be sure. As they put it on Low- Lonely Island Gang. She's in my <laughs> oh, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> At the end of the movie is him ejaculating while his brother is watching. Yeah. It's, yeah, not into that. That's not, no, no, that's not okay. Nope. And movie. Yeah, I guess. Movie, sure. Let's call it that. Oh, geez. Uh, hey, Casey. Yeah, we watch this movie. We will never have to watch it again, ever, 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 ever. I, I got to say, right now, I'll come up with answers if I'm required to. But I could not have cared less about this movie to have formed any opinions for any of these questions, and that does not happen very often. You know what I'd like to do? We talked about at the beginning of this that uh, Michael Fight was really excited that we were doing this movie. I'm going to see if I can do an interview with him. To oh, see that's really cool. Can, he he seemed excited that we were doing this. So, so like, um, has he lately, or just he knew that that was something 
maybe this is something he grew up on, and okay. that's what I that's what I want to know. So let's listen to that now. I'm here to talk to you about the movie Blank Man. Now, it needs to be said that Blank Man is uh, an underrated. Uh, superhero film. I would say uh, even probably the best superhero film uh, that was ever made uh, until Iron Man came around. Uh, And, um, you know, if it wasn't for J5, uh, the film uh, just wouldn't stand on itself. J5 obviously carried uh, the entire film, uh, you know, and uh, every scene where David Allen Greer uh, makes, makes a balls joke is, uh, is fantastic. But, uh, but you know, it, it, if it ever came down to it, you know, we're we're in a fight, in a fist fight. I'd rather have Blank Man on my side than Captain America. I'm sorry, Todd. It's true. Yeah, All I right. mean, thank you, Michael. Do you want to answer well, questions? We gotta. It's, okay, it's, it's the podcast. Okay. All right. Great. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Who was your favorite character? Uh, uh, Grandma. Yeah. I mean, she's in, she's out. She's done with, you know, like, she's tough. Like when Manelli shows up at that campaign headquarters, she kind of steps right up to him. She's a tough lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Is that same Um, for you? You were disagreeing. Okay. Who's your favorite character? J5. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that makes just as much sense. Hey, Casey, what's the best scene? Uh, of, uh, <laughs> what's the scene that was the least cringy for me? Could we? Um, no, the the, you know what? The the best scene is maybe the maybe the the blank. Uh, what is it called? The blank, not cave. The the blank station. The blank station uh, with with him and and Robin because it's like Superman Batman and, feel to and it. Robin, and, what did you say? No, Superman. Uh, uh, Robin Givens. Oh, oh, oh! I thought okay, Sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's kind of got that Superman and Lois sure. vibe to it. You know, it, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. That's the most comic booky we get in this movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I, there, I had one genuine laugh and it's not even, I mean, the line is funny, but it's David Allen Greer's delivery. You know what? This white man is dead. That was a funny line. And I laughed out loud. That yeah, might've been the I only did. moment I enjoyed in the movie. <laughs> uh, what's one scene you would cut? Uh, I mean, I didn't care enough to be upset by anything. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not a long movie. It's like 96 minutes. If even that, yeah, like that's the runtime, but with credits, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know. I, I mean, truly, I don't know. I mean, you're you're not making a better movie by getting rid of a scene, so I don't know. What about you? Yeah, well, you can make a less offensive movie with uh, getting rid of John Polita shooting the guy for asking if he was gay. But sure. no, that's not what I'm going to cut. Okay, I'm going to cut the two times. That Daryl comes in his pants. Okay. Yes. That's, yep. That's, that makes perfect sense. I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, Casey, who is the actor having the most fun? I honestly think it's Damon Wayans. I think he's having a blast doing this movie. 
Oh, I, I don't think I, he realizes what's going to happen when this movie comes yeah. out, but I think he's making, I think he thinks he's making an amazing movie. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. I think that that makes sense. Damon Wayans. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so once again, IMDB score for this movie is five out of 10. Casey, how say you? Five out of a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad. Yeah. It's, it's super yeah. bad. And look, like, again, like we did with, was it Meteor Man? A couple movies that we've, we've trashed. If there's anyone in the army. Yeah. Who if, this movie and wants to send us, you know, their 10, 15 second review of why they thought this movie was great. Send yeah. it in. We will put it in the episode. Tell us where we got this wrong, but that's I, totally I, fair from anybody yeah and you know i think five is too high and again like i don't care enough is it two is it three who gives a shit there there's no scenario in which i'm watching this there's there's no no scenario there's like there's only been a handful of movies that we've done that i even the ones that i really don't like Mm -hmm. where i have like i will never ever watch this movie again this is one of them i would watch paper man before I'd watch Blank. Oh, Man sure, one hundred percent. Paperman is telling a story. They tricked us, but it's telling a story. This is just a hot garbage fire. So, yeah. Um, Dad's hey. breakdown. No, no. There's no reason to show this to your child. No. <clears throat> you know, if you had a child who, like, when Christian was growing up and he loved Batman and Robin, in the mm-hmm. campiness of that movie, well, at least that movie is largely campy in the same vein. This between him coming in his pants, the the mayor's death. Like, you can't show this to a kid who's young enough that's just going to laugh at the silliness of Daryl's character. Uh, no, I yeah. I can't imagine yeah. a kid who would want to watch this. Nope. Oh, yeah, Lord. I'm right there with you. Okay, so, uh, hey, you know what time it is, Todd? Damn it. I was going to bring this with me next time. Next time I drop beer at your house, you're getting the bag of uh, of movie slips. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm just going deep into the. Can we, can we get something good? Yeah. The Wolverine, you know, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, and then this. Th- that's a fucking lot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like. Oh, wait. I don't oh, like- wait. This might be okay. Uh, so you, you label these. I think I know what this means. So I see me. MCU, but it's not MCU. It's X MCU. Is that the X Men cinematic universe? Is that, We're is that first the first class. Oh, yes. Okay. Great. Fuck yeah. Great. That's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Yay. Great. Let's, let's watch that trailer. You have the chance to become part of something much bigger than yourself. You know about me. Everything. A new species is being born. Help me guide it. Shape it. Lead it. Time for the tour. 
idea what I'd give to feel normal. You want society to accept you, but you can't even accept yourself. Should we have to hide? Tomorrow, mankind will know that mutants exist. They'll fear us, and that fear will turn to hatred. Not if we stop a war. Not if we risk our lives doing so. We have it in us to be the better men. We already are. It shall be the policy of this nation to regard any nuclear missile launched from Cuba as an attack by the Soviet Union on the United States. They're just kids. No, they were kids. Okay. Hey, remember when uh, remember when Kevin Bacon was in a superhero movie? <laughs> you know, I was so angry about X Men Origins that I did not watch First Class in the theater, and I I was 100%. done with X Men. Um, I watched it on video, and I sat there the whole time, going, "Oh, they fixed it. They did it." Yeah, yeah. And I think you, t- I think you told me that because I think I was done. I was like, "Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not watching these movies anymore." It's, it's rocky in the beginning because you're getting used to a new cast playing, you know, characters that we've grown to know played by different actors. Um, but it's it's a fucking good movie. I if if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've uh, watched this. I I think it's I think we're gonna be happy. I think we're going to be happy with this. Um, uh, not the TV I show. I mean, we've got fucking Azazel, so. Yeah. So this is a 2011 movie. Um, mm-hmm. You want to take a guess at the IMDb score? I'm going to say in the sevens. 7.7. 7. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah sure. That, that makes sense. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. This will be good. It's not going to be much worse than what we just watched. Oh, you know who? Do you know who directed it? Yeah, the dude who did uh, the Kingsman. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Vaughn, yeah. I like. I like. Oh no! What? No wonder. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I think this is going to be a good rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. So, Todd, if someone were to try and find you on the World Wide Web, uh, how would they do so? Yes, yes. Uh, You can check out my blog where I write about a variety of topics. That is tmpinsyr.com or Twitter or Instagram with the handle at tmpinsyr. Casey, how about you? How could people track you down using their detective skills? (laughs) Uh, On Instagram, I am not not dot Ryan Casey. On Twitter, I am not Ryan Casey. The podcast itself has its own Twitter now. It is TSPHC Tweets. Uh, you can also email us 
at superpodherocast at gmail.com because only cap writes letters. Tony. Oh, we also have an Instagram page that's superpodherocast. I forgot to say that. Okay, we got it all in. Oh, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Music for the podcast comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod. He puts out a variety of music royalty-free at his website, which is incompetech.com. Our beer music is Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. That music is available at www.silvermansound.com. Mm-hmm. So that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. Be, Be heroic. heroic. Oh, we might have. Oh no, we. Oh no, yeah, we, we were not even I, close. No, I see the waveforms. Scooch it over, Justin. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm pointing right. at it like you can see my fucking screen. I'm pointing yeah. it with my That's mouse, right. like I'm, I'm doing here. the same thing. Yeah. O D N A. No. Well, Casey. At least we. At uh, least we get to watch a good movie. This one will be fun. I might. I might see if I can get the boys to watch this one with me. I don't, I don't, the, the bean, the bean couldn't make it through this. There's too much violence in it that we sure, get to sure, see. Sure. Uh, I, I will say here and I'll say it when we do it, we get to see what uh, X-Men origins Magneto, the movie was supposed to be, which was him mm. hunting down Nazis. <laughs> hunting down like, Nazis. I want a whole movie of that, <laughs> especially <laughs> if it's Michael fucking Fassbender. That's another reason to be angry about X-Men Origins Wolverine is because it fucked up what you know we were going to get. Just of Michael Fassbender going around killing Nazis with a coin. Yeah. I yeah, 100%. Fuck yeah, sign me up. <laughs>